This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport fan network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is... You in? You Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Reds Report, Barnsley FC's longest-running podcast, powered by the best of Barnsley and part of the TalkSport network of fans. As always, I was going to say in the studio, but I'm in the spare bedroom. Obviously, Steve, <laughs> spare Steve bedroom. watching us on YouTube, is, is in the West Wing. I'm in West Wing today. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, and and I, I think Ian, like me, is somewhere in a bedroom somewhere. I've been, yeah, I've been relegated to the spare bedroom, come yeah, office. Same here. So as you heard him there, Ian from the Tags vlog. And Steve Andrews with us again this evening. Lads, how are we doing? Very well. Very good, sir. I've just dined hugely upon fish and chips. Oh, what? Did so the servants bring that? Was that freshly made? or No, I just be, I went out this morning on my yacht and caught it. A nice little bit of sea bream. Um, <laughs> nipped down a jersey, picked some potatoes up. Uh, I went up to my friends at, uh, at Oh My Cod near Barnsley Hospital. Other chip shops are available, but this is the best one by a long way. And uh, yes, I just had uh, a little bit of balsamic vinegar and a glass of uh, Chablis and everybody's happy, aren't they? And if Next you believe week, any um... of that, you know, I've got a cup of tea and it were dead right, fish and chips, no wrong. Next week on Cooking with Steve, we're making summer salad. Boys. <laughs> salad? Now nah, I know you're lying. <laughs> uh, boys, uh, we talked about it last week. A lot, a lot, a lot was made about that whole match against Derby County. Um, I actually found out it was the Addersley Reds that started with the, you know, let's let's bring your scarves and making a scarf day. And then obviously everybody got involved. Uh, a sold out away end always helps with the atmosphere. Um, altogether, 17,000 people inside Oakwell, you know, uh, that is probably one of the best matches we've had in the last few years. And then to set the tone, um, 30 seconds after kickoff, um, Ian, um, Adam Phillips sort of lets people know that today we are up for it. Because what a <laughs> yeah. of levels. Oh, it was about, and, and we, I mean, we said off air, but fair play, to, uh, let's get it in now. Fair play to referee as well. Probably the best ref we've had this this season and probably ideal because it was a feisty, certainly first half, but but good good intent. There was nothing OTT, 
uh, but he let it play and it turned out, certainly first half, well, the whole game was a great game on it. Great performance, yeah. like you say, set the tone. First 30 seconds, bang, you're in a game, lads. And crowd, and the goals come at good times, kept the crowd up throughout. Um, me and Steve had a pre-match, couple of pre-match pints, didn't we? In the oh, town centre. Excellent, White Bear. Other pubs Abs- are available, but absolutely. it's a nice pub at White Bear. It's all right, but, don't you worry. But, but I, I felt, you, you felt the buzz. An hour and a half before the game, it felt like we were at an away match and, and we were in like the away pub. It, you just felt around town, you could sense it, the buzz, and um, it carried on right through till five o'clock, which was great because we were talking to your lad, Steve, weren't we? And he was thinking, we'll be two down by six minutes, I'll be on for half time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was our Alex. If anybody knows him, they know exactly what we're talking about there. Yeah, Mr. Happy. Other sons yeah. are available. Yeah. Other sons, I wish other sons were available. Anyway, no, I don't. No, I don't. Obviously. But to be fair, it, it was it, it it went perfectly well, didn't it? And yeah. great game management again by Duff, and we absolutely put them to the sword. And before we go on to the match, Steve, and I'm not saying you're old, but I know you remember the FA Cup victory in 1912. But <laughs> it was a good like, game. It was a good like game. I was sat. I was sat behind a post, though. I didn't get a great good view. But anyway, go on. And. Um, Ian just said it. Obviously, we, we had a really good season during lockdown under Valerian as well, uh, where we got to the playoffs. What, what can you compare the atmosphere with? Was it, was it like, you know, oh, the, wow. the big FA Cup matches against maybe Chelsea, where everybody sort of got behind? What Was it back to the 2016, where everything we sort of touched, turned to gold kind of thing? What, what, was it one of those that people will remember for a long time? Uh, yeah, and for all, all the right reasons as well. One thing I have got I have got to say, considering there were seventeen and a half thousand there and five thousand Derby fans, I thought, and I don't know if anybody will agree with me, Derby fans were very quiet. Yeah. I know I know it were a full end and it started off, you know you know, there were a little bit of banter between fans backwards and forwards, but after after our first goal, even when they scored, it just seemed it just seemed to quiet they were very subdued. Um and I mean, after after we'd scored second, you know, it was one of them we can see you sneaking out sort of sort yeah. of things. They were very very quiet. Um, all did the you, atmosphere. Did you, see the, did you see the fire drill of it after seventy minutes in the away end? <laughs> yeah, it was. Well, yeah. I could hear bell going. It was like being at work. Everybody <laughs> out. Yeah. Uh, no, it was. I think the atmosphere was generated 95 percent by Barnsley. We were singing. I mean, Pontien, that, that top left-hand corner is always, always vociferous. And write that word down. You can look it up later. Um, you know, they, it, they were really, really good. But it was all, it was, it was all round East Stand as well, West Stand. Everybody was up for it, and they got the music and right. Music were very good. I've got to say, music were very good. Kept it going. However, uh, still had to play it, didn't they? But. Uh, I suppose if we can let them off for one thing, it'll be that for that for Saturday. But I still wish they had to play it, but then there you go. <laughs> let's, let's start with matters on the pitch then. Uh, we've said for weeks, and I'm not just saying it, but you know, we have been saying for weeks that Norwood and Cole is just, it's a golden combination at the moment, isn't it? Norwood's in the yeah. goals. I know Cole's gone on a, on a bit of a streak where he's not scoring, but again, we have been saying sometimes it's to work off the ball. Somebody could score a perler 
five yard outside the penalty box on a half volley with his eyes closed and his hands in his pocket. But actually, it might be Cole that interrupted the goalkeeper so he couldn't clear it as far. So in the build-up, he, he was normally involved. And to get a goal then on 21 minutes for Devante Cole, I mean, that is um, not only, again, you know, we were right, but he deserved that, didn't he? Because he's been working very, very hard, Steve. Yeah. Um, I obviously said that Devante Cole would get the first goal. Uh, anybody who wants to listen to any previous episodes knows that uh, I am always very good at predicting uh, who's <laughs> going to be the first goal scorer. Um, I prefer, I'll be quite honest, I preferred his second goal. I thought his second oh, goal yeah, yeah. was he went he went round, I don't know, 18 players and <laughs> he'd lost it and got it back, lost it and got it back and finished. And that just epitomised what he's been doing for the last eight, nine, ten games. Uh, is being poo pooed by some supporters, but he's always putting that work right work rate in, uh, and that he deserved he deserved both goals. But that just showed that his determination and his skill. You know, at the beginning of the season, we were all saying, "Oh, Devante Cole doesn't know whether he can he can cut it in this league," but I think he's he's, he's certainly stepped up. And shown that he has he has got some skills, he has got some a bit of pace. He, he can finish, yeah. uh, but that that partnership now with Norwood, no, no, nobody's breaking that. Even when Watters is back, I'm sorry, unless one of them is an, a, as an absolute stinker, they should be first two names on on, on team sheet for me. And and the only reason, sir, Ian, you would probably take one of them off is because the amount of running and chasing that they're doing, yeah. and to maybe bring some fresh legs on. And talk about the second goal then, because we've mentioned Adam Phillips before, where we say, you know, Duff said it, didn't he, in the press conference afterwards, that Adam Phillips can be really quiet, and then he yeah. puts up with a goal, and then he goes sort of quiet, and they're working on those times sort of in between. And... Barnsley then go 2 0 up. I mean, the atmosphere then, I, I, listen, it's never in the bag, even on 33 minutes. But that's when I suppose everybody starts bouncing. And as a Derby fan, you think, what's the day going to bring? Why have I travelled an hour north to, to see this? Because at this point, we were firmly on top already. Yes. Um, we were winning all the individual battles. Uh, collectively, we were winning the battles. Um, I felt that we. <laughs> That that like like Steve was saying that that call the second goal it, you know just like a real team individuals but team goal as well. Um, it's interesting what Duff come out with with Phillips because again he must have been listening to the show because we've been saying it for weeks, haven't we? That he might he went something like five or six games in a row anywhere he scored and he started his scoring streak again, but he only plays for five minutes. Scores mm. always pops up at the edge of the area. Nobody's ever marking him. Scores a great goal, but does nothing for 80-odd minutes. Or, or he bobs around in the game. And it was interesting, Duff coming out and saying, we're trying to work on him and say to him, you need to work for the other 80 minutes and stuff. It's great that you're scoring. But all the players are... are we're in a really good position that all the players are responding. So the front two, Norwood has been doing it for a number of weeks as well. Absolutely running his socks off, harassing the defenders. All A lot of their problem, a lot of the goals came from their errors. Yeah. And this is a yeah. team that's, what, lost once since October? And they look like rabbits in, in the light, didn't they, went with our press. Um, but we've got a really good thing that we could... You can bring Cole and Norwood off, and then you bring Luke Thomas on. And I know it was a gift, but it was a nice finish for him, wasn't it, for the yeah. fourth? Yeah. And we're really in a good position that we've got. We can bring people off who've flogged themselves for sixty minutes, and then bring somebody else on 
who'll flog themselves for 30 minutes, a bit like under Ishmael. Yeah. Um, it, it's really <clears throat> not funny, but on match day, the club, a couple of hours before, will we'll put a playlist out, and it's a player's playlist that that's played while they're warming up. And it was Ollie Shaw, and he wasn't even in the squad. <laughs> he, he, he said afterwards, because he had a game plan that if we were going ahead, he was going to switch positions and play three up front. And he was really honest, saying people like Thomas have played it when we play three up front already. So he's far more comfortable. So it's not about he's better than in this situation. You know, he's got more experience and everything. And let's let's just go back though. So Philip scores, it's 2-0. Steve, um, McCaldering then pops up with a with, with a goal. It's 2-1. Is that twitchy bomb time or was there always... Because that can sometimes turn things then, can't it? You're 2-0 off, everybody's smiling. They score a goal. It can turn. I sort of sense that actually it, it was all... And I say he was never in doubt in the moment, you still, but actually, there was no fear that Barnsley would crumple. Because, um, one thing I thought is the second ball more than any other match I can remember, we won that second ball. Um, whereas you know, people like Luke O'Connell did jumping for balls, whereas normally they never would. Um, we have to mention again, Herbie Kane, you know going ball, losing it, and then stretching on the floor to try and get it to a defender. Everybody working so hard. Was there a bit of a, a change in atmosphere when 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 they got their goal, or was it? Well, it, I mean, it's uh, at two one. There's always that chance that they then they go and get another one to a piece, and then it's like let's start all over again. Um, I don't think there was a fear. There's always that little bit at back of your mind saying, "Hey, oh, are we going to throw it away?" But they actually never did that. They, they didn't take their foot off pedal. They just kept pushing. They kept battling. They kept winning that second ball. I mean, his goal, I'm not being, you know, it, it was a, it was a lovely finish. He lifted it over Eistead. He went through two defenders and lifted it over Eistead. And it were, it were a nice finish. But you know that that's what he's capable of. But I think that was the only time that we actually let him get away. Um, their, their strikers actually were quite, were marshaled really well. By Anderson and and Thomas and and Kitchen again, mm. somebody else that's 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 really stepping up this season. I think. Mm. I think just, um, just sorry, just just on Kitchen there. I, could, I think their main threat in that first half was the winger Mendes Lang down. He were like lightning him, weren't he? How yeah. quick were he, he getting down? Because he were leaving Cadden for dead. He yes, left Cadden and, for dead two or three times. He, he looks a championship player, and he? he's not a League One player. And I, and Cadden and Kitchen, Kitchen, the two of them had to kind of double up on him. And yeah. we were struggling. Well, not to say struggling at times, but he he was getting something out of us. And I thought, fair play to Kitchen. He kept his discipline, you yeah. know. And uh, I didn't see as much of him in that second half. I know they made quite a lot of changes, but fair play to, like you say, to that our left-hand side for trying to nullify him as much as possible. Because he could have, on another day, run us ragged. I think Cadden looked, for that first 10, 15 minutes for me, Cadden looked not to be at races. Obviously, his, his wife's just had a little boy and, and you know, he's, they'll be having late nights and he'll be getting up at middle at night and all that sort of thing, maybe. Um, so I thought, aye, aye, it's, it's, you know, it's game too soon. Maybe he shouldn't have started. But, yeah, like you said, Kitchen backed him up. You could see him having a few words uh, after one of Mendes Lang's run and cross that were close. Uh, and after that, yeah, they, they just, he never, he never got that. Well, he didn't not hardly get a touch, but uh, they certainly uh, kept him quiet. Yeah. 
Somebody we've not talked about a lot, but that's changing because we are now. Um, let's just look at the stats. Um, Derby, uh, Barnsley versus Derby. Both teams had 10 shots. Both teams had five on target. Barnsley had four on target and um, Derby had, had five on target. What a different impact Harry Istad has, meant, has made oh. since, since, since he joined. We've, we've talked a lot about, you know, um, Collins... There's always that worry. There's always that doubt. I, without being disrespectful to, to, to Brad Collins, um, it's almost like I know it's injury, but we've traded it in for a better model. If if I yeah. dare say that, I mean, this was a lad who couldn't get a game for is it Luton, um, and he he's I, his impact is a little bit like when Luke Steele came on an emergency loan and just started saving every ball that ever was you know came his way. Um, does he give, because you talked about Kitchen, does he give the defence that extra bit of confidence, Ian? Because oh, he's just been yeah. absolutely solid. Absolutely. You can, you, the whole of the Ponty end has that kind of confidence as well. There's, there's no, and again, I don't want to be too disrespectful to Brad Collins, but you always think there's a bit of a, a rick in there. There's, there's always something where he just switches off in a game somewhere where the ball's at his feet or his distribution's not great or something. But instead of just come in and to to come in in those circumstances and so far so good not not put a foot wrong, and he just oozes that kind of he's in control he's in control and it just kind of makes that back three more settled as well doesn't it? Um, and I, absolutely nothing but praise for the lad. I think he's uh, I'm not sure is he out of contract at the end of the summer if he's playing for a contract he is, then yeah, yeah, Khaled, right. Khaled needs to get that pen out definitely because he. It, we would we'll like to let him go. Hmm. Um, you've gone from you've gone from an you've gone from an Austin Allegro to a Volvo, haven't you? Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he, he, he just he, he, yeah, he, he, give, he gives no to me no because he doesn't strike me as being a flashy keeper. No, everything he does is is uh, is 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 concentrating. Uh, he gives confidence. Yeah. Uh, everything there, it, it just oozes out of him without yeah. having to be flashy. I mean, he pulled off two or three saves on Saturday that would have put Derby back into it. I'll tell you what I thought he was excellent at. He, he was brilliant at catching. He didn't yeah. He didn't drop one. He didn't make a mistake because they pumped some high balls in in that second half and he plucked un, under a lot of pressure as well in his penalty area with bodies flying around and he caught every single one without any fuss. And well, there's a few times, let's face it, for corners, well, Collins, of it, like Collins he couldn't flaps. catch a call, could he? Just yeah. flaps at it and, he and gone. But it's and, just confidence. Yeah, he likes to punch yeah. when he doesn't need to, when it's easier yeah. to catch, whereas it's dead. I'm catching that and it sticks. Mm. Uh, mm. Whereas, you know, Collins, and I don't want to diss him too much, but he does, he punches when he needs to catch. And he just did, he just does the basics really, really well. And and that's what and, you need. And, and as a keeper, it, it's. Um... You know, we don't change keeper very often unless you're having some sort of cup run. So, I mean, he, he was he was brought in. Bolton obviously went the other way, um, and then it just happened that obviously Collins got this injury. And I know Steve said, and he did. I have listened back. You did say the fancy call. Well done, Steve. And <laughs> um, I was the only one that said Barnsley would win, and Luke Thomas would score the last goal. And I, I yeah, that's true, it. mate. 
What did yeah. Ian say? I can't remember what Ian did. Ian meant did Ian get out last week? I can't remember whether Ian got out last week. Sorry, uh, breaking up, Steve. I can't. Ian. No, sorry, sorry mate. mate. Internet, I've, mate. Internet. I've listened back. Ian said um, we, we will start with eleven <laughs> players and most likely playing red. So he was right. <laughs> oh, so he weren't far. Yeah, he weren't. He weren't far yeah, off yeah, then. Yeah. He weren't far off. Although um, we did go down to ten towards end, didn't we? Go on, I'll leave that one for you. You know why? That's my only. That's my. Oh, right. Oh, no, no. You know, straight off at top. There's people out there going, come on, Carlo. You know what he's talking about. He came on for what? Last 15, 10, 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. And yeah. all I saw, oh, and I, I know, I know I diss him. I know I diss him. But anybody who watched him on Wednesday, uh, on Wednesday, on Saturday, he never went close enough to an opposing player to make a challenge. He would, jo he would jockey him with him. He was sort of trying to block him. But when it actually came to putting a foot in and stopping it, he just didn't want to know. Just probably, did not want to know. He's probably one of the only players who comes off that pitch and his, his, his kit doesn't need to go in wash. No, no. <laughs> he's, he's that same kit on now for the last four weeks. His mum doesn't have to wash it at all. One of the players whose kids does need to be washed after he's been on the pitch, because let's just talk about him a little bit, is, is Luke Thomas. I mean, how... I mean, I did say because it was his, you know, it was his old team and everything else. But with what that lad's been through, with being out on loan, being there, we say belittled, and you know, in a real, real dark place, he come back to Barnsley early this in the summer, early in the season. Very much, I think, the star player, the player that made things happen, the player that scored goals. Then he has a horrific injury, and then you know, the second match back is a home match against his old team. I, I, listen, I know we didn't go past three people and put it in the top corner, but a goal's a goal uh, in front of the punty end. That will have meant a hell of a lot to him, won't it, Steve? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Confidence. I mean, I, he came off bench in last game, uh, more of a warm-up than anything else. Uh, I'm sure he came on on Saturday and thought, team's, team's flying. It's purring like a Rolls-Royce. I've only got to fit in here. Uh, and there could be something there for me. And he were alive. Yeah, ball came across to him. He were a fair way out, to be fair, mm -hmm. for him yeah. to hit it first time. Um, but you know what? Like you say, he, he's definitely had his, his, his issues and his troubles. But yet again, he's come back stronger. Do you know what I mean? And as we always do as supporters at Barnsley, we take these players to as arts and we want them to do well. And we are so, so, so pleased when it, when it, when it happens like that. Mads Anderson, another prime example, shocking, terrible player. We're never going to kick a ball again. <laughs> COVID actually for him were a godsend because it gave him chance to develop. He didn't have people on his back, be it rightly or wrongly. And he's another player that's come through now, and we all love him to bits. And and don't, and, and, and don't forget, Steve, some of these players like Matt Anderson. How many managers have they had in a relatively short time at Barnsley? I mean, yeah. for some of them, they they'd want to go because the club's in a mess. I mean, last year with Conway and everything else that happened, I, we, we 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 pick our players here. We say, "Ice, that's fantastic," and Kitchen's doing really well, and Matt Anderson is a born leader, and we'll be heaping praise on Thomas and on 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 Cole and on and everybody else. Michael Duff, I mean, again, press conference ready for Saturday. 
Ian's had enough. He says, oh, oh, he's gone. Gone. oh, no, he's back. No, he's all right. <laughs> there, lass, it's there, lass. There, lass has just been in. She's just sighted him. Get tea's ready. Go on, Ian. Your lass is shouting you. Tea's ready, mate. <laughs> um, I, said to, I said to her tonight, I said, no, nobody start starring. She went, hey, what else do you want? I'll talk at podcast last week. Yeah, get her on. Get her in. I'm, I'm just thinking, if she keeps if she keeps appearing, I might do like an OnlyFans if people want to see her. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Michael Michael Duff in, in the preview for this Saturday's match um, and Mads Anderson all said we follow the process and we trust the process and something is this is for both something is clicking isn't it because despite the build up and despite on all the hype the players were just concentrated one of you said it earlier they won their individual battles if the next one didn't then they came to help the second ball was won by Barnsley in the form table at the moment we are the third best performing team in Europe by the way which I thought was really good and um, last six matches it's between us and Sheffield Wednesday but we've scored um, three goals more than them so we are top of the form table for league one five wins one draw 16 goals for four against and uh, Wednesday of 13 for and, and and there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in, you reds. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Four against. I've got to throw one in here, Carlo, just while you're doing that, then, mate. Yes, I am really intrigued now, as is everybody else, obviously. Who's two teams in Europe that's above us, then? Oh, mate, I have to go back to social media, don't I? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, but I don't, you know, I. Well, listen, well, Bristol Rovers in the same form table, League One, are 19th. Out of the last six, they've won one, they've drawn one, and uh, they've lost four. Um, five goals for, ten against. Um, Ian, you can never guarantee um, a whitewash. But if Bantley stick to the process and trust the process, that will be another really like an away banker, won't it? Yeah, I liked what Duff came out with after the game. He said, <clears throat> you know, great performance against Derby, but it, I've told the players it means nothing if we don't turn up on Saturday against Bristol Rovers. And that's what I like. One game at a time, we've got a busy month. One game at a time, trust the process, prepare the players for Bristol, put a perform, turn up, put a, a bit like probably the um, speech you'd probably have had at Cheltenham. Be careful, it's a potential banana skin. They went there, started the game really well, controlled it and won it straight, you know, quite straightforward. And I think it needs to be the same again. Derby was great. We're still like basking in it, but the players need to sort of move on and one game at a time. And I think, like you say, with the form table and everything, and, and the way Duff's got this group playing, 
we are a very dangerous team in in, in that top six. Uh, and I know we dream a little bit that we could catch Plymouth in second, but anything's possible at the moment. Steve, would you make any changes? Only on bench. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, for me on Saturday, team picks itself. Everybody, every every player to a man deserves the shirt, and I think. Like we said earlier, that was that was definitely the difference on on Saturday. If somebody had made a bit of a rick or lost a bit of summit or whatever, it was tidied up by somebody else. And the team the team spirit there on Saturday, you could you could see it, you could you could smell it. Uh, it were it were it were amazing, and it'll carry on. I'm sure it'll carry on into this Saturday. But for me, there's there's no change. No, there's no change on Saturday. Go it for first eleven again. Uh, and let them enjoy it, for me. Um, it, it, it's the start of a tricky period now, isn't it? Um, you play um, Bristol Rovers away, and then Tuesday night we're at home against Portsmouth, um, followed by Plymouth at home on the Saturday. I mean, Portsmouth and Plymouth in the same week, you look at the table and, you know, that's not going to be easy. But then the week after, you've got Wickham Wanderers, change of manager, but, you know, it, it, sometimes that new manager effect will kick in. And uh, the week after that, you've got Sheffield Wednesday on uh, a Tuesday night, followed by Ipswich. I mean, March will probably, is it too early to say, when I say make or break our season, if, if we want to go for that second automatic spot, it needs to happen in March, doesn't it, Ian? Yeah, and that result on Saturday will have reverberated right through the league. <clears throat> there will have been teams in that top six, seven, who'd have looked at that and gone, oh, 4 1. Are we, I think we're the only team to put four past them this season, I think. I so, yeah. so, yeah, us as fans, we're looking at all the games, aren't we? Um, but Duff and the players, I think, are just taking it one game at a time, and that's probably right. But I think there's no reason. I mean, we. We're, probably, we're not going to win them all, we know that, but a couple of draws here and there and a couple of victories, um, you'd take that as well, wouldn't you? To, you know, um, against your sort of those proverbial six-pointers. Yeah. Uh, one of the stats that came out, we talked about goals earlier. We talked about maybe Cole not scoring, but definitely creating no being in the goals. Um, in, in the league, um, Barnsley are number one goal scored outside um outside the box so we've scored 15. Philip scored four Benson three can you remember Benson I know he's injured but yeah Connell it, two Kane two Luke Thomas two yeah Williams two uh Ipswich uh second on 13 as is Wickham and then it's Burnley Sheffield Wednesday and and, and Salford the spread of goals Ian has helped us as well hasn't it because we've we've not yeah. really got that 2025, you know, goal striker. No. But it doesn't matter when people like Phillips, when people like Connell and Benson and Thomas chip in and, and, and do their bit. Yeah, and that's been the story of our season, I think, from from the, from the start, really, that while it's nice that Cole and Noah would have been chipping in, um, the, the goals have been shared around. So the opposition, who who do you mark? You might try and mark Norwood out of the game, but Cole will pop up, vice versa, or a midfielder will pop up. So that's been the story of our season, which is really pleasing, um, without a shadow of a doubt. And I, and I just, I th what what I'm really pleased about, well, look excited about really, is we seem to be getting over this injury crisis that we've had pretty much from from August. 
where we've had some shocking injuries. There's players coming back. Benson's back. Waters is back on Saturday. They'll probably go on the bench. But we've suddenly got two players for most positions now, which is a good transfer window. And players are coming back from injury, which means we can really rotate. Now we're having, we're going to play every few days. We're in fine form. We're in a, we're in a good place. The fans and the team are aligned, and Duffel have options off the bench. So it's all, it's all good. And um, Steve, is there a little bit of a danger that we are now starting because of what we've seen that we? Um, Almost as to if we go to Bristol, we would one nil. It's a good result, isn't it? Is 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 that enough? Do we now expect maybe more from the team as well, knowing full well of what we're capable of? Um, no, I I don't think we should. I don't think we should put that pressure on. It's saying we look Thomas Inti. He's come back. He's on for ten minutes and he scores a goal. Brilliant, but he'll probably be on bench again on Saturday, which is fine. He doesn't need that pressure. The team doesn't need that pressure. If we got a, if we play it next six games, and we won all six games one nil, mm. we'd all be ecstatic. Mm. It doesn't have to be a hiding. It doesn't have to be three, four, five, or six for me. I will take a good performance and a one nil will one nil win all day long. But on the flip side to that. We will probably lose one, if not possibly two, of the next six. I think personally. Yeah. But yeah. it's not the end of the world. It's not. Oh my God! Wheels are falling off. Players are crap. Sacked off. That's that's the thing we don't want to be getting caught into. And yeah. I just I just don't think the players, and I don't think Michael Duff will allow that to happen. I agree with what Ian says. At the next six games that you've listed, who we play, I've just jotted it down here. I think if we could get 12 points out of six games, that's your three three wins, three draws. I'm not putting a loss in there. I think that would be an absolutely fantastic run. I think we, we, oh, yeah. we're looking really good for a, for a playoff place now. Again, don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. But you know what? Hotel room's booked. Car's ready. Petrol's in. We were talking got, this movie on Saturday. Hey, we're going, mate. There's no two yeah. ways. We've got. We know where we're stopping. Don't tell anybody though, because we don't want no groupies. We're going to do a live, live pod as well, aren't we? Live pod from it from Carlo's hotel room. <laughs> Say hello I'm to my it. little friend. Get it on YouTube. <laughs> um. So a successful day then um, away at Bristol Rovers on Saturday. Obviously, uh, Joey Barton team would be three points, couple of goals, no team loss, and, and everybody, everybody, everybody would be like really happy, wonder. And um, we have to finish then with, um, as always, with with the forecast. And um, Ian, put you on the block first. Barnsley away at Bristol, and um, full time result and first goal scorer, please. Two 0 to Reds. And I'm gonna think I'm gonna say Cole's gonna continue this goal scoring streak and I think he'll get he'll get the first. Mm. Steve. <laughs> Two nil, same. Norwood for me, because he's 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 due. And I think it'll be duff in fourth round with a straight knockout. And <laughs> taking and then taking on what Toby Fury, Logan Paul, or just 
Well, Jake Paul, you know, Jake Paul will be next one, won't he? You know what I mean? And then uh, then he's on. He's on. YouTube sensation, Michael Duff. Michael the Destroyer Duff. That's what it'll be. <laughs> That's in the summer break. Um, 3-1 to the Reds. Um, Barnsley's still one of the only sides, I think, rare, isn't it? Not, we've, we've not been awarded a penalty yet this season. Um, I've got this feeling that Bristol will get a penalty. Um, 3-1. I don't know whether to go for Mads Anderson or Bobby Thomas. Obviously, um, both Bobby and Luke Thomas facing the former side. They've both played for uh, for Bristol Rovers. Maybe I just ought to go with Thomas and Thomas, and Thomas to score. You know, just say Thomas with a red slip. Then I can sort of double <laughs> up. Can't, hey, just as it. an interesting point, though, boys, if yeah. we do get a penalty, who's taking it? Who's taking it, yeah? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. If Benson's on the pitch, didn't Benson take that one against Crew in the cup? So I think he didn't. He say he was having them, but he took it off. Did he? He took, he took it off somebody, didn't he? And he he got the third goal in that Crew in that FA Cup game. But Benson probably won't be on the pitch if we get a pen. Any of you? be so. It's an interesting one that. So maybe there Connor, you, go, you see. I don't know. It's a good one. Phillips. That. If Phillips is on, Phillips can strike a, a mean yeah, ball when yeah. he when he wants to. Yeah. Anyway, there's one for you to ponder. It's not, it's not going to happen anyway, so let's let's move on. <laughs> no, probably not. No. <laughs> let's hope for those travelling down. Obviously, safe journey and safe journey back as well. Three points, and um, I think if anything's shown as a, a, in any sort of shape way on on Saturdays, if we get a good ref, we get the best out of Barnsley as well. You know, we don't need the theatrics, and I think credit a little bit of credit to to, to Derby as well for not you know making a a mountain out of out of a molehill, and it, it was you know. It was a battle at times, but at least he let play go on. And that's when I think you get the best when it's constantly stop back throwing. It it it's stop start. It's 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 no good. But um so three points we're all going for on Saturday. And um, we'll record again next week. And obviously by then we'll have the Bristol result and the Pompey result, which is a a Tuesday night match at Oakwell, and we can then look forward to the visit of Plymouth. And um, Ian, yes, of all the times to book a holiday. Right, of all the months to book a madness. holiday, madness, absolutely, absolutely, fantastic. And <laughs> um, you're going away, and um, so... I am. So I'll be uh, I'll be raising a, uh, a beer, uh, yeah. at Manchester Airport on Saturday afternoon to Reds to get three points at Bristol, and I'll end up missing three games because we play Tuesday, on, and I don't come back till late on the following Saturday. So, are you uh, are you taking your laptop with you? No. Are we are we doing show from side of the pool? You could do a you could do one of them cameo appearances at side at pool with your budgie smugglers on. If, Get your ass on, wave in, coconut we, daiquiri, beautiful. Can I just say that if we're recording, can we do it early on in the afternoon? Otherwise, he'd be like, I've had yeah, I don't one more drink. <laughs> No, he's got I to be sensible now. Nah, he's got yeah. he's got a new car now, hasn't he? Seeing his oh, new yeah. car, his new pimp yeah. mobile. I've seen it. Black tart windows, load of smoke coming out when he opened the window. I know what he's got on. All that funny, that funny hippity hop music, whatever it's called. Hey, they've got a nice little parking space as well, Anton in Barnsley Town Centre for future games as well. Yes. Shut up, people yeah. might be listening. Shh. For, for any further information, if you go on Twitter and you just hashtag, where can I park Steve? And then he'll respond to you. <laughs> And give you an allocated day. <laughs> That's and, really funny you should say that because I had a tweet, I had a, a message yesterday 
from my facilities manager who actually follows Red's report and Tyke's blog, and I never knew. And he had told me has to do. I didn't realise it were you that were on it. So now, I just you know, when I get my P forty five when I get into work on Monday morning, <laughs> if anybody want anybody got any jobs? <laughs> but it, it was worth it for the free parking, wasn't it? Last it won, mate. Yeah, true, yeah. true. Um, Ian, have a fantastic time on holiday. And um, I you. might ask, I might just ask you a couple of questions to send me a voice note, and we'll use that. We're not going to ask you to you know to 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 join us from the side of the pool because I know. You've got far better things to do because it's more than likely a free bar and you've gone all inclusive. So, <laughs> um, but have have a, have a have a whale of a time and let's see. So, if you misses three matches, then Steve, how many points better off will we be by the time uh, Ian joins us again? Who have we got? Bristol, so Bristol Rovers, Portsmouth, and Plymouth. Yeah, that's yeah. a win and two draws. There, you are. win and two draws, five points, Ooh. seven points for me. Yeah, seven. Um, yeah. Who else we are we beating? Yeah. We win, we win Bristol, we Beat win Portsmouth. Portsmouth, and we draw against Plymouth. Yeah, yeah, same here. <laughs> and I've not had a drink. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> um, have a fantastic time, Ian. Thanks for taking the time, Steve. And um, for the next week or so, it it would just be you and me. So we'll we'll, we'll try and sound as. As, as intellectual and knowledgeable as, as, as Ian is. Oh, and God help me. Just be gentle with me, mate. Just be gentle with me. In fairness, normally he's, he's, he's put a blog out. I read that and I get the questions from there. So it makes like I always know what I'm talking about. But if he's sat by the side of the pool drinking at six in the morning, I'm not going to have nothing to read, am I? Anyway. The thing is, he does that He does that at home at side of the jacuzzi. So there's no change apart from it'll be sunny. <laughs> And have a fantastic time, Ian. Don't think about us, but we'll miss you like mad. And you'll be listening to the Retro Report, sponsored by the best of Barnsley and part of the TalkSport network of fans. And exciting times coming up for Barnsley. Lots and lots of matches. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. It's the 90th minute. All your mates are around. You've got your McDonald's share boxes ready to go. Ian's already got booked for double dipping. And Steve has stolen the last nugget. You're snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? You reds? At participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network. The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight, analysis, and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search TalkSport Fan Network.